Let me tell you something. You know I like, I enjoy a good hobby. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah, you do. I enjoy a good hobby. I don't, you could never accuse me of not having uh, hobbies or interests. It's true. And they seem to progress and they get more and more complicated, dangerous, and expensive. And I've got a new one. What is it? Please don't say skydiving. Oh, no, That's no, not no. a no, no hobby. No. You can't have that one. No, I've been through too much to die skydiving. I mean, that'd be, a, yeah. that'd be such an embarrassment to my family. Yeah. Don't I want mean, that to happen. No. Survived heart failure, but decided to go skydiving and fucking <laughs> died. Parachute open just after you landed. Exactly. Yeah. No, no, no good. Uh, so, you know, we, I've talked about the Jeep before. We, we got that electric Jeep and uh, the Rubicon. <clears throat> and the Rubicon can do crazy shit. And you see the ads for Jeeps, and you're like, you know, that that can't be real. Or, like, how, you see some of these hills that people climb up in them, and you're like, how the fuck does that even work? Thing weighs 5,000 pounds. How is it How is it climb a 25-degree angle, you know, up 50 feet and right. over rocks? You know, it just doesn't make, it doesn't make sense. And you see, right. you see videos of this stuff online, and uh, it's hard to, like, visualize it. For me, that how it works. So when we got this Jeep. The reason we got the Rubicon, right, is because it has all this shit on it, and it's got, mm-hmm. you know, it's got the 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 front and rear lockers. Which lockers, again, this is something I'm talking about that somebody listening knows way more about than I do. But essentially, it locks your um, axle so that your wheels turn together, even if like no matter what speed. Right. So the idea is to get better traction to go up a hill or over an object. So you Got it. so you can lock the front and the rear. So there's like you have a in a in a Jeep you have your normal gearbox and then there's the the four wheel drive gearbox. And you have like two high, four low, and then the electric has four high auto, which is uh all four in independent electric motors all wheel drive it's fucking crazy engaged everything engages full maximum engagement nice the front axle has what's called a electronically disconnecting sway bar so the sway bar basically disconnects the front two wheels and makes them able to have independent suspension so that's, mm-hmm. and that's called like flexing. That's how like you see Jeeps where, you know, one tire is like, like people will park Jeeps on top of other Jeeps' tires and, and yeah. one tire's on the ground and the other tire is like, you know, completely up in the air. And the whole point of that is so that when you're going over uneven terrain, like a bunch of big holes, it just, you glide right over it and it right. just, you know, automatically adjusts. So you got all this crazy technology and skid plates underneath it to protect all the goodies and mm-hmm. rock sliders on the side. So we get we're all we're all set up. I hear about this this Jeep event uh, at this place called Bridgeport OHV Off Road Park, and uh, it's actually Jeep has this program where it's uh, they figure that if there's more off road parks for people to go do this shit, more people will buy Jeeps. So. Mm-hmm. There's actually a trail 
40 minutes from us that's like a Jeep Badge of Honor trail, which is like it's, it's certified, difficult, and you go through it, you check in on the app, they send you a physical badge that you put on your truck. It's pretty sick. Wow. Uh, so we get there. There's like fucking 75 Jeeps. And I, I sent you a picture Jeez. of the, the, opti- the Optimus yeah. Prime. You know, and you see all this crazy shit like, you know, there was, there was one getting towed in. It's clearly it's not street legal, and it had. I mean, if they, if they weren't forty five inch tires, I don't know what they were. They looked like wow. It looked like they got it off a construction site. You know what I mean? Like like tires for like a caterpillar machine, mm-hmm. some sort of ridiculous shit. So we're we're cruising around, checking out the park, doing the trail, and then we start getting into it. And I'll tell you what, dude. You, you would think, like, when you think of, like, exhilarating, that word for, for vehicle stuff. Yeah. You think of, like, fast. You know, like a, a BMW M, M3 or M5 or something, tight turns. You know, right. like a Ferrari, something real fast and flashy. You think, like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's exhilarating. Well, dude, the fucking adrenaline from getting in your very expensive vehicle and, like, climbing a rock wall, even though you're only going, like, two and a half miles an hour, but just the sheer fact of what you're doing and you're like traversing difficult terrain and your, your nose, like you can't see over the nose of your, your Jeep. Like you, you're that vertical and then you just, and then you come up over it and you're like, Whoa, you know? And so we're, we're cruising around and we end up accidentally uh, following another group on, uh, on the most advanced trail in the park. Jeez. It's like the black diamond, five black diamond rating, you know? And it was weird because, like, we knew that these people, and they're like, oh, they saw us, and they radioed over to us, like, hey, four by you, come on over here. And we're, like, descending down this. It's a dry creek bed. And it's okay. There's some big rocks. We're going over them. And you lower, your air, you lower the air in your tires, and you deflate them, and so that way you have more flex in your tires so you can go over uneven objects. <clears throat> so you're going through, and we get to this point where it's like, now Sam was driving. My wife was, was driving at this point, um, and I was watching the map because I wanted, was trying to figure out where we were in the park. And, right. You know, you take turns, and we need to, like, sometimes you have to get out and be a spotter to, like, get through an obstacle, which is, which right. is very cool, you know. And the, I was saying one of the things I enjoyed most about it was, like, the teamwork aspect of it especially Mm -hmm. with my wife because it's like we when you're married you you have to problem solve all sorts of crazy shit together and like that's one of the things that's different about being married from you know pre-marriage is like even if when you're living with someone it's it it changes but you go from trying to figure out problems yourself and how you would do it to Mm -hmm. now now you're working with someone else and you're and you're but it's different than like a workplace it's just a different kind of problem solving Excellent. Yeah. And uh, we got to work together and, you know, I'm, I, I get out of the Jeep and I'm radioing her like, okay, go passenger side, go hard right, hard left, like getting her through obstacles up and over and around. So we get up this hill and the guy, buddy that I met through a Jeep group was much more advanced. And I come to find out, nice guy, but they just don't care about damage to their vehicles. Like they're like, oh, yeah, my stock Gladiator made it up this 
but I ripped off the front right door. And I'm like, what? You ripped the fucking door off? Like, how, how did you, what did you, what were you doing? <laughs> well, you ripped the door off, right. bro. What, what exactly were you doing? And, and keep me away, you know? And it was like, so we're going down this trail and, and, you know, you know, when your wife's a little tense and you can kind of see, and you're like, I know this is kind of like, we're getting into a fucked up situation, but I'm not going to, react because i want to maintain the cool because i don't know if she's figured out yet right that like this is going to be a problem because i'm realizing on the i'm looking at the map i'm looking at the trail i'm looking at how the vehicles ahead of us are going over it and i'm like and and we got you know it's a stock rubicon but it a a stock rubicon is like a very well equipped any other vehicle like it's got a two and a half inch lift 33 inch wheels like they're 33 inch tires 17 inch wheels like it's it's already lifted but it's not like off-road lifted really because you want the more clearance you have the better you can go over shit right so i'm like just being chill and we get up this and i wish i had photos of it to show you but i was just too engaged with not getting destroying our vehicle yeah we we get up there and then he's like yeah this is the this is like the hardest climb in the park and i was like we were thinking about it, and I get out, and I'm like, because there was a spot where we could sort of turn around. Yeah. It's like, this is the last area where you could possibly turn around. Because that's, that's the other thing. There's certain trails where you get to, and you don't realize it, but you've just passed the point of no return. There's no way right. for you to turn around, because you can't do this in reverse. You right. got to go forward. So I'm like, uh, let's call it. So I walk Sam through backing up at this little turnaround point, and then I go down this hill, okay? And it's probably, I would say, 30 yards, okay? But the standing at the bottom of it and looking up, I was like, holy shit, this is fucking steep. Yeah. And I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like kind of like freaking out about it. I'm like, all right, baby, you got this. You're like, we're talking on the radio. And I'm like, just go slow, let it work its way down. And I'm, like, flipping boulders over. Like, not boulders, but large, large rocks. I'm yeah. like, because I'm seeing where she's coming down. I'm like, oh, fuck, we're not going to get over this one. And I'm like, you know, like, pulling these, yeah. <laughs> flipping these rocks <laughs> over. And then I'm like, all right, hang on, hang on. You're good. You got it. And then and then she made it all the way down. Not a, not a scratch on the Jeep. And then I guided her out. I just walked the trail. And I'm same thing. I'm, like, flipping rocks, flipping rocks. And then we get <laughs> we get back out into, like, the where we started and we're just like, you know, because it was just, (laughs) it was intense dude. And it's like laser focused. The stakes are high. Cause it's funny, man. Like I'm really starting to at, at 33 and a and a half, I'm really starting to understand my interests, like myself. And it's like, there's a little period where I loved gambling and it's like, I like the risk reward. And then it's like, ah, oh, I love shooting. And it's like, yeah, there's a risk there. You know, like you're, it's, right. and then it's like, you know what, you know, what would be cool going out and stalking and wild hogs that could kill me right. in the dark. <laughs> wild you know what I mean? Hunting. Like, like yeah. Wild boar hunting. Yeah, let's do that. You know? And then I do that. Yep. I'm like, all right, cool. And then it's like, Oh, you get a Jeep. Well, you know, what'd be cool is if you cl- drive this up a fucking mountain wall. Right, yeah, that'd be cool. And it's like, well, dude, like, am I, like, I'm worried I'm on this path of, like, 
Well, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the next thing is like, hey, listen, like you know, let's just jump out of plane, man. Let's right. get this. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> let's get this I'm starting to like parachute on. I'm starting to look at my life, and it's like I'm really, I'm escalating things here. This is getting, this is getting dangerous. Where am I going to go next? You know, where's and then, Bezos said I need to go to space. Where, where well, is he? And, and it's and it's funny because like I've never been. I've never been a car guy. I've always been interested in technology. So like sometimes that overlaps and I'm interested by different car tech. But now all of a sudden I'm like, we came out of this trip and then dude, the getting the mud off this thing. We, we went through some ridiculous amount of mud. It took two hours of power washing. And then I had to hose it off again after that, you know, wow. and I got to go power wash it again after this podcast just to get everything out from underneath it. I mean, it was, it's, it was hilarious how much mud. I'm I'm wondering like what's what's next? Am I gonna be like? Because as we were going, I was thinking like, man, it'd be really cool to like go out in electric mode and silently creep through the woods and then <laughs> hunt, hunt a bear, you know, right through the because the windshield flips down on the jeep. I'm like I could just I can just flip the windshield down, put a little stop right there, hop over to the passenger seat, boom, yeah. Throw it on a game rack in the back that I got at Bucky's. You know what I mean? And let's get out of here. Yeah, drag this, drag this bear out of here, and I'm good. You know, yeah. or like, or like I'm gonna, but I'm at the park. I'm I'm seeing all these little off-road vehicles, and I'm like, oh, look at that little fucking thing right there. And then next thing I know, I'm looking up, you know, Polaris razors and dirt bikes and quads, and it's. And, and, and it's also funny because, like, we're about to be here for a year in, in a couple of weeks. We're, like, a month shy of a year in Texas, the great state of Texas, uh, God's country. And um, the, the Republic of Texas. And I keep getting progressively more and more, like, Texas. You know, it's like yeah. I'm, I'm hunting. I'm off-roading. I'm shaved my head. I've got cowboy boots. I have, yep. I have plans to go to the rodeo soon. Like I'm, I'm full bore Texas. Yeah. You know, I'm, a big, I'm a big fan, but you know, now I'm looking at, I'm like going to get a tool cat tool chest at Harbor Freight. I'm going to put mm-hmm. my tools together because I'm going to start working on the Jeep. I'm going to put a new bumper on and put a winch and put a light bar. I'm going to do all this shit. I got this little mm-hmm. table to put in to install into the tailgate. So like, because the other cool thing was when we were out on the trails, you get out there, you, you park somewhere, and it's like this gorgeous view. It's completely out of, in the middle of nowhere, and it's like it looks like another state. Like there's red rocks, and it's a, it was an old quarry. It's a huge 500 acre quarry, and mm-hmm. and they just turned it into a park, like an off road park. And you, chilling up, and having a sandwich and a beer or whatever, and now I got my little tailgate table, and it's just it's like a whole different, it's a whole different way of of living the way we were living a year ago, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and not only that, and the, it's like, we haven't even been here a year. I'm now the vice president of our HOA. Yeah. So you, you got, you got the chick out. She's gone. Well, the other one or she's still around. There's been a shift. And <laughs> I am now, I was thinking because we get all these emails and it's like, I'm approving this thing or approving this thing or turning this down. And there's like we have like 980 resident homes in this in our HOA, and they're letting like they're letting a crazy person like me make decisions about shit, you know. 
And it's like, you should really get involved. Like, you sure you want me fucking, sure you want me involved here? We're going to be having, you know, military parades down the, <laughs> down the street. You know what I mean? I'm gonna be going. I'm gonna go around in a suit and a red tie. Let's go. Yeah, it's Get in so. There. So I'm I'm taken to Texas like a like a like a like a pig in poo, and mm-hmm. uh, I just I love it. You know, we went. You know, last the weekend before we went uh, to a drive-in movie theater here. Nice in the Jeep. And bro, I haven't been to a drive-in theater since it was 1995, and I saw a double feature. Of Mortal Kombat and Waterworld. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Still, That's awesome. Still have vivid memories of that night. Um, I'd only have been to one. And you know what? We saw it. We saw the Mario movie. Yeah. What do you think, man? What do you think? Oh, dude. It dude. was fucking perfect. Like, dude. It, it, dream, the, that, whatever Illumination Studios, whoever that is, DreamWorks, <laughs> that does, like, you know, they've done The Grinch now. They've, they did yeah. all the Minions movies, all that shit. Despicable Me. They are so above and beyond like Pixar at this point and like what, right. Disney, what Disney's done to Pixar. It's crazy. The storytelling is like ne- is next level. And we're to, yeah. to the point where they're getting to a point with these animated movies where it's animated stuff is no longer just for kids. Yeah. And there's a whole market for adult, you know, enjoyment of it. And one of my, like my earliest one of my earliest memories in life is like being a toddler and, and watching my brother play NES and play the original Mario Brothers game. Mm-hmm. We used to play that all the time. And then Mario 2 and Mario 3. And, Absolutely. And like I've been a Nintendo person my whole life. Like I've had every, still have every Nintendo system. I've beaten every Mario game. I fucking love Mario. Mario Kart, Super Smash yep. Brothers, even Dr. Mario, Mario Tennis, Mario Soccer. Mario oh, Tetris. Dude. I I even play like, you know, the Mario Party game. I love that shit. Yep. And it's when they started buying up all these different like intellectual properties and shit, I was surprised that Nintendo like Nintendo's notoriously late at everything. Like mm-hmm. they were the last to have online gaming. You know, they were the they're like always tech wise a generation behind. You know, but their whole thing, and it's kind of the Japanese way of doing it, is like the the experience, and they want to present you a completed experience that you enjoy the way they want you to enjoy it. You know, it's mm-hmm. that's like that that cultural difference, and they waited a long time to do a Mario movie. And for me, being such a fan, it's kind of reminded me of like when the first Transformers movie came out, where you're like, "Holy shit! I can't believe they did this." And it like looks and it's good, you know, and like to see the characters like that was just was crazy. And like the voice cast was perfect. They had Mm -hmm. everybody was great. The way that they explained why they're like, because I I never thought about this, but it's just it's it's how little kids are like. Why are they Italian? In this yeah. Japanese game, you know what I mean? Like, what, what, yeah. I've never, it, it never made sense. And it's like, now they had a reason for it. And like their outfits, it was like, oh, they're white glove plumbers. Like, it's very cute how they had that story. But dude, I don't know that I've seen a movie that was more enjoyable front to back, just pure fun. Yeah. For 90 minutes. 
in years. Like, there's honestly one of the best, like, I'm not talking about pieces of art. Right. I'm talking, like, I would like to be entertained for 90 minutes. Right. And just have a good time. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a, of a more fun time. Can you? Yeah, I, I mean, I'm trying to think think back on any movie that's kind of similar to that. I look to the left and I look to the right when I was at the movie theater and literally like there's, there's, you know, adults with their kids, their children, their children looking at this way. I'm looking at them. They're smiling at me. Everybody's laughing. Like they're looking at it. It, it, it almost felt like, you know, this movie brought like families from, I don't know, everywhere together for this single purpose to watch. And you're leaving, you're high-fiving people, man, what was your favorite part? Like that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I can't think of another one that's uh, that, that that had the same type of feel as as this uh, as this as this movie did. And who, whoever, yeah, I, I really can't. Whoever, whatever executive was able to like get this done, and then and then have Jack Black be Bowser was oh like, gosh, is a fucking genius. Like, I mean, oh that, gosh, that Peaches song, it just is. It's oh, ridiculous. <laughs> so awesome. It's so it's good. so awesome. It's so good. And like the way that they incorporated all of the different parts of the Mario universe. Oh yeah. The you IP, know? all of it, it in was, one. Like it was, it was just perfect. Donkey perfect. Kong hot. Like it's just crazy. man. And, and like you know, they got it all in there. And you know what was also really nice? They didn't, they didn't make some sort of absurd character change to fit some current political Hot, oh yeah, hot button. They just no. they're like, nope. They're Italian. They got fireballs. Here's the hot princess. She's pretty cool. Here's the little yep. dude. Toad was fucking hilarious. <laughs> like <laughs> he was, it was perfect. You know, yeah, he was. Seth Rogen is Donkey Kong. Like I mean, the way that they like it was just it was perfect. I can't. I would. I can't recommend it enough. I would go see it again. And also going, going to see it at the drive-in was pretty cool. I still haven't Heck seen yeah. John Wick yet. Unfortunately, I feel like that's. I, I haven't either. I have. I've heard nothing but great things. Yeah, though. I mean, I didn't. I, I would expect nothing less. But yeah, unfortunately, it's probably going to be a home viewing on my wall of screen. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad. Mm-hmm. Not a bad way to watch a film. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. And uh, you know, as we're recording this today, is is record store. Record store day, you know. I've been I've been getting into the vinyl. It's another thing that I've I've really mm-hmm. sunk my teeth into. And um, little known fact, and it's a, it's it's not little known to me because I'm a special guy. Macho Man Randy Savage, who you know is at any given point, is probably like my favorite entertainer of all time across platforms and space and time. He's just a true unique individual. He at the end of his life. Uh, right before he tragically passed away in a car accident, he was working to make himself relevant, and he wanted to get one more match in the WWE. Mm. And he Hogan was back in WWE at this point after leaving back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So he made a rap album where he wrote a diss track, like a beef track, uh, about Hulk Hogan called Be a Man. And it's like, Be a Man, Hogan. Come on, don't be scared. And like, and it's, and, and the best thing is, it's, it's Randy Savage his, rapping in that Randy Savage voice. Like, yeah. It's just him rapping. And it's, 
it's great, but it's not good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I remember I was working at Best Buy when this album came out on CD, and I was like the only one that bought a copy of it. Like the, the CDs were still sitting there years later. And now it's like a collector's item because people like it. it they don't they they sold maybe like five thousand copies of it to idiots like me. Yeah. You know they. Uh, now it's like you can the CDs are like very expensive to buy yeah. and used. It's like a collector's item. Well, it's record store day, and they they released a they did a one thousand pressing run of the Macho Man album on vinyl on purple vinyl wow. with like a the jacket has these like glamour shots of him that kind of looks like it's like gay porn or something like he's all like greased up and like posing on like the, yeah. the beach and shit it's just hilarious to me and uh i found a there's a record store here they had they had one copy I, we wow my wife and i went over there this morning got in line waited in line for like fucking an hour and they're like oh yeah we haven't seen anybody check out with a one copy yet i'm like all right cool i get up, i get up to the fucking front of the line and the guy's like, nah, man, we sold that hours ago. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, maybe you could put a sign up, you know? He's like, yeah, I wish I got more. He's like, I've had more people asking for the Macho Man album than any other album. And, like, there was some special Taylor Swift release today, too. And, like, more people wanted the Macho Man. So now I'm in a fucking pickle. I got to get this vibe. Uh. I, I have to have it. There's no way I'll rest until it is mine. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be calling around the rest of the day trying to find, you know. Yeah, you'll find it, bro. Randy Savage rap music heck yeah um, you'll get it and uh you know while we're on the topic because I, I think i don't think anyone should should live their life without hearing a little bit of this uh i'm gonna cue that up that'll be our outro today um and uh be a man hogan <laughs> be a man hogan um how's how's uh how's life in the in the football world if life is pretty good i'll be down at uh i'll be in kansas city at the draft Jurassic Next Kansas, week, Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'll be down there. Um, Missouri at ground at ground zero. Yep, hmm. ground zero with the uh, with the commish. Um, so it'll be kind of cool. Um, let's yeah, get the commission. Let's week. get the commission on the pod. Yeah, I'll ask him. You imagine the fucking paperwork involved with doing that? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if there will be any paper, paper uh, paperwork involved. Just, you should just ask, call him and ask. You, you should, call him and ask him. You should ask. There's, I can't imagine there'd be any reality where that happens, but it would be great if it did. You should totally ask because you, you know, if you don't ask, you don't get. That's what I always. Say. Well, yeah, I mean, literally, like it's, like it's, it's funny because like I've been at NFL films for like 13 years now, and, and when I tell people like, yeah, commissioner's my dog, I can just call him right now, and they're like, what, what? what? I could. So yeah. let's, uh, let's get the commission. Yeah, the commission. Manifesting. That's that's good. And you know what's funny? Also, uh, a manifest. You know, the, we we had a great podcast recently with Jason Beeler. Uh, Heck yeah! Awesome, awesome uh, musician. Great guy. Fun pod. Definitely check it out if you missed that one. Um, and his new record is out uh, everywhere, which is which is great. Songs from the Asylum. On the pod, I was saying how you know Devin Townsend is my dream guest. And, He's next, bro. And, He's next. And I was saying, like, this is going to organically happen. Well, the very next day, Dream Theater, who are our boys, mm-hmm. announces a tour with Devin Townsend and Animals as Leaders. And you know I'm going to be in there like footwear. And uh, Mr. Labrie, I'm going to be. Mm-hmm. You did say you'd uh, make a connection. So. 
I will be. I'm shameless. I don't, I'll ask anybody for anything at this point. It's not. Life. It's not shameless if you ask and people provide. You know. It's, right. Well, I'm just not like you know. A lot of people make empty gestures. Oh yeah. You can't. You can't. We don't. Do that we don't do that. No, you we can't do that. that the Evermen don't do that. No, I'll, no. Take you. I'll be like, yep, you got it. Sure, no problem. I'll call yeah. you tomorrow. When? What I'll time? see you tomorrow. You yeah. Anytime. Sure. I'll say, okay. <laughs> Doors always open. Yeah. And uh, it, you know, last night we went to a great concert and. I want to shout out our boy Travis Levere, uh, guitarist in Intervals. Uh, Travis was on the on the podcast uh, many moons ago. He's going to be coming back on once they're off the road. Um, invited uh, invited us out to the show. We saw Spirit Box after the burial in Intervals last night at the Echo Lounge in Dallas. Mm-hmm. And every now and then I get these little like I'm so now I'm like in the in the grind. Like the house is set up. We're making improvements. Like I'm going to work every day. And it becomes routine. And some days there's like a reminder that, oh my God, where we moved to Texas. And, you know, growing up, like when tours would get announced and then you're looking at all the dates and you're like, oh, you see the dates and you're always looking for Philadelphia or Camden. You know, it's like, oh, is it going to be on here? Oh, yeah, they're playing Philly March 3rd. Mm-hmm. Now it's like I'm looking, my brain is still like looking for the Philly date, sort of, but I'm like, oh, no, no, over, over here. And it's weird, like, we were talking to Travis. He's like, yeah, we're playing the TLA in a couple weeks. I was like, oh, strap in, you know, be, be safe there, pal. In there. But uh, it's weird not like being at the Texas shows of tours, you know, and mm-hmm. there was just something about it that, that was uh, a standout. But um, great night of music. Thank you to Travis for the, uh, for the invite. Classic everyman moment there. Um, and it's just, it's great to see, I mean, it was a sold-out show. The merch line was wrapped around the fucking floor. It's great to see bands, like, out there touring again full-time, making money, doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and we got we got a, a bevy of shows this summer. We got Dream Theater and Devin Townsend coming up. We got Between the Buried and Me in July coming up. BT Band. Going to sprinkle a few country shows in there because, you know, I'm mm-hmm. becoming, a, becoming a little bit of a country boy. And, yeah, uh, you know we'll see. We'll see how it goes, man. It's uh, it's beautiful. We're blessed in Texas. Hey, G-Sot, let's summer, go. Summer is upon us, and uh, like I said, we're we're gonna give a little taste. Shout out, rest in peace to the great Macho Man. R.I.P. Uh, baby. This is uh, Macho Man. Ooh, yeah. We'll see you next week, folks. Your movies and your acting skills are both trash. Your movie straight